1: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2167, Welcoming Seasonal Change, by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays, from the best blogs or articles I can find. And without further ado, let's get right to our next article and continue optimizing your life. Welcoming Seasonal Change, by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com. We experience four seasonal shifts each calendar year, two solstices marking the shortest and longest days of the year, and two equinoxes when the hours of daylight and darkness are equal. The solstices mark the beginning of winter and summer, but the palpable seasonal turns happen in the spring and autumn, when we can sense the energetic transition to a new phase in life. Does it move toward outward activity and growth in the spring, and then a shift inward toward less activity and release in the fall. You can feel those shifts, can't you? Think of the energy of spring and summer. It's like a wave that slowly builds, starting with the anticipation we feel as winter begins to ease. We begin to make plans for those long summer days that are on the horizon. As nature starts to wake, so do we, feeling more playful and energetic. Spring rains remind us of the importance of our own spring cleaning. There's a sense of expansion, of doing, of gathering with friends outside, getting stuff done and cutting loose a bit. It's a cycle of blooming. The momentum grows at summer solstice with peak energy and intensifying heat. The focus is on having fun, being active and enjoying carefree summer days. It's a cycle of growth. We can begin to sense the shift into autumn about a month before the equinox The apex of activity gives way to more balance and calm. We can sense the summer winding down in spite of the warm weather. Perhaps we crave rest and start to slow a bit. We begin to get ready for more of a routine at school or work. The inward focus intensifies as the days grow shorter and colder. We begin to prepare for the months ahead by gathering, harvesting, and storing. In the fullness of winter, with holiday celebrations in our wake, Life slows and can seem bare and fallow, even as we know spring is on the horizon and the cycle begins once more. As I write this, the trees that surround me in New Jersey are beginning to turn from green to the hues of autumn. The squirrels are busy preparing for the lean months ahead, as are the deer, turkeys, and bears. The heron I see on my afternoon walks will soon fly south. This time of year, we naturally turn inward toward rest and reflection. It can be a time for acknowledging growth and accomplishments by reviewing all that was experienced during the year. And it can be a time for grieving and releasing what was lost or what wasn't done. Letting go can be the hard part, which is where reminders from the natural world become helpful. What would happen if trees didn't shed their leaves, if the fields weren't fallow periodically, if animals didn't hibernate? Letting go is an act of renewal, of preparing for new growth that's to come. It's a wonderful time to reassess and reprioritize, a time to trust what you need to release, to rebalance inner lightness and darkness, and to prepare for what's ahead. The autumn season also brings ample opportunity for gratitude and celebration for the bounty in our lives and to appreciate all we've experienced with those we love. And then as the height of autumn activity evolves into winter dormancy, we can embrace the empty space and spend time listening to allow a new vision to emerge. Here are some suggestions for harnessing, balancing, and aligning with the energy of the autumn season. Body. Number one, grounding. There are numerous ways to use your senses to ground yourself. The sight of the fall colors, the sound of leaves crunching, the scent soil and fire pits, the taste of pumpkin and ginger and chai the feeling of wearing a warm sweater during a long walk in the fresh air. Number two, nourishment. Autumn is all about the harvest and a wonderful time to eat seasonally. Think soups and stews and chilies. Produce that's in season includes squash, figs, blackberries, grapes, plums, oranges, and chestnuts to name a few. And number three, self-care. Do you need to make wellness routine adjustments to accommodate the change in temperature and daylight? How about sleep? After the spring growth and summer activity, our bodies need to integrate our experiences through deep rest. This can also be a good time to think about how to prepare your immune system for the winter months. Physical space. Number one, hearth. In keeping with the season, it's a great time for harvesting, gathering, and releasing. This includes stocking up on dry goods, preserving food, chopping and stacking wood, collecting kindling, winterizing anything that'll be exposed to the elements, cleaning, purging, decluttering, and changing out summer and winter clothes. And number two, sanctuary. How can you make your corner of the world a place to nest and nourish yourself, perhaps with candlelight, blankets, and warm beverages? In this place of comfort, The year can begin to assimilate and the seeds for the new year can begin to take shape. Mind. Number one, reflect. Autumn is a great time to refresh routine and plan for the new year that may still be months away. If you could rethink your life design, what would it look like? You can work with that question by holding and meditating on it, journaling about it, or have a conversation with a trusted loved one. And number two, explore. When entering the colder months, here's a favorite question. What do I want to learn? Do you feel any curious or creative nudges to explore? What will keep you engaged throughout the winter months? Spirit. Number one, quiet. The nicest way to settle into the quiet of the season is to create that cozy sanctuary spot and just enjoy it. Perhaps it's an early morning cup of coffee, reading a few pages of an inspirational book or listening to a podcast after everyone has gone to bed. Quality time just for you. And number two, pause. Whenever you're ready to go beyond a few quiet moments each day, you can begin to think about how you might press pause on commitments and obligations that aren't aligning with how you're feeling. What can you do to minimize your energy expenditure, especially around the holidays? You may find, like I do, that when you take the time to mindfully navigate the holiday season, you'll be ready to embrace the new year come January, which is such a great feeling. Whatever choices you make, I hope you find this season meaningful, filled with bountiful harvests, enriching celebrations, and deep connections. You just listened to the post titled, Welcoming Seasonal Change, by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com. Thank you to Kathy, I definitely felt the seasonal change to fall this year, and I can pinpoint when it happened, actually. Right before we moved our clock back for Daylight Saving, I noticed how dark it was already at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock. Now, I was thinking about how when we move the clocks back, it's going to be so dark at like only 5.30. That's when I really felt the seasonal change. And I felt tired that day. It felt like nine o'clock or even 10 o'clock when it was only like seven o'clock. Pretty much the opposite of the energizing sort of wakefulness we feel with spring, which makes sense as we're heading into fall here. And Kathy has some great ideas for balancing it all out. Plenty of ideas. So if one stood out, definitely try it, see how it goes. If it doesn't work out, there are many others worth trying. For me and where I am now, it's a good time for mind specifically reflection. I like that question, if you could rethink your life design, what would it look like? It's something we could all do from time to time and this is a great reminder to try that out. And even the explore one caught my attention, thinking about what I want to learn or explore during the winter months to keep my mind active. It's definitely something I think I need. But again, it could be different for you, so think about it in your own life. I'm always open to hear what's working for you. And thanks for listening in and I'll see you tomorrow